Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host, my name is Matthias Weinwart. I'm Senior Analyst and Lead Advisor here at Kupinger Coal. My guest today is Martin Kupinger. He is Principal Analyst here at Kupinger Coal and he's one of the founders of Kupinger Coal. Hi, Martin. Hi, Matthias. Pleasure to be here with you for our first video podcast. Absolutely. And this will be uh, an interesting session. We are hopefully learning lots of how to do video podcasts, but without further ado, just start with our topic. And I hope the audience will enjoy that. We want to talk about um, getting rid of IAM uh, silos. And this is really an important thing that we see in our daily life as advisors, as analysts, when talking to end user companies, but also when we talk to vendors. Um, when we talk about silos, what type of silos do you see in real life when you talk to um, people? Yeah, I think there are, there are a couple of silos. First, there are the silos of identity lifecycle management, um, access governance. Then we have access management, web access, federation, all that stuff. And then we have the silo of um, uh, privileged access management, for instance. And then we have a, another group of silos, um, which are, we have consumers and customers, we have partner identities, we have employee identities, things that other things, devices might add to that. And we even may, may think about a third group of silos, which is, for instance, if you look at SAP environments, then a lot of what we do in identity management and access governance still is sort of a silo. It's the so to speak, the SAP silo we have here. And so there are really many silos resulting in um, fragmented IAM installation, fragmented IAM strategies, fragmented IAM organizations at the end of the day. Okay, and if we look at, at a, a different dimension when it comes to silos, um, are there, um, yeah, when we look at the different types of identities that we look at, and we look at the way how they are managed within the uh, infrastructure of a larger enterprise, that really means that we get to a kind of, yeah, a matrix organization, so that um, customers are stored in one system and enterprise employees are stored in another system, which just includes, uh, increases the, the, the amount of fragmentation and the, the silo aspect. Yeah, I, I think we, we should not think in matrices. We should think in a um, more consistent, comprehensive concept, which we call, it could be called the identity fabric. Um, so this is more the concept which unites um, the different flavors and different um, aspects of identity and access management into a in, into a single, into a consistent, and but also very comprehensive um, sort of type of blueprint paradigm, however you'd like to name that. Um, and I think from an organizational perspective, it is also about understanding that the organizational complexity will go down if we get rid of silos, not up. Because currently we have still in many organizations, we have the situation that, that we find, um, for instance, um, an identity lifecycle management department and an access management department in different areas or that privileged access management is in the cybersecurity department while others are in the infrastructure department. I think we, we need to get rid of that. And that is what we really can do successfully 
if we think about which silos, if at all, do we need? Right, but what does that also mean for the organization within an organization, to the structure of how people collaborate with each other? Um, does this mean that we need to bring all these people together in a central organization, or does that mean that we make sure that they are properly communicating? Yeah, so, you know, and, and I think you, you did probably more organizational diagrams in your advisory work than, than I do sure. more on the research side at the end of the day. But I think when we look at our standard IAM organization picture, for instance, then in this picture it is that we have um, a three-tiered organization from more the operations and the development part down at the bottom to the IT, uh, the IAM functional aspects. So, so really running, maintaining the system, doing the more technical things to the upper layer, which is governance and which is um, the interaction with the business part, uh, departments. And, and that concept basically maps to all flavors of identity and access management. Just that there are different parties that we then clearly have some, some areas more than once. And by the way, at the, uh, the top level, we have also this governancing, which then might be, for instance, a CISO organization, factually, while other parts are really within the IAM organization. But the lower parts of the picture then again could be in an IT operations, in an IT service um, part of our organization. So it doesn't mean that we that we need to have a um, a, a super complex organization. But I think we need to unify and end up with an IAM organization that probably is bigger than the common IAM organizations in, or in the, the, the various types of businesses and organizations are. So it will grow, um, no doubt about that. Um, but I also strongly believe we need IAM as a sort of a individual department, a side of cybersecurity, a side of infrastructure, because it's so essential for everything. And, Usually we are talking so much about IAM and digital identity being the the, the essence, the, the, the maybe most important thing in a digital transformation. So yes, let's go for something which really helps us in dealing with identity access and everything around. Absolutely. And when you say that we should have a, a central IAM organization at the core, co coordinating the way how IAM is executed within an organization with some satellite departments that are communicating with this. Um, the, the model of the identity fabric that you mentioned, I think is really of importance on our or on an organization's way towards achieving this better way of organization and better way of structuring, designing uh, an IAM infrastructure beyond silos. So when we look at this identity fabric concept, um, we usually say it's a very simple approach that just enables every identity to access the resources, the systems, the processes, the data that they need access to. And by defining well-delineated, well-defined services that communicate with each other through standardized platforms and standardized APIs, um, we get to a solution that is on the one hand uh, stable and on the other hand scalable. What else are characteristics that you think uh, are important when getting rid of the IAM silos, which are better when you use an identity fabric approach than any other approach? I think, you know, it starts with the simple fact that 
Authentication happens everywhere. So you authenticate consumers and customers and business partners and employees. You authenticate machines and so on. So while there are, there are basically two types of authentication, one is the sort of um, active inter uh, interactive authentication by humans, the other is the system to system in some way. So that could be also the human interacts with it's with the smartphone and the smartphone and the app on the smartphone then interacts, so to speak, um, app to app or system to system um, with the other side. But at the end, it's always the same. And it's always also unique processes for managing um, identities, for managing identity relations, for all that stuff. It's always uh, at the end, a rather similar thing we are doing. And so I think that the advantage of going away from silos is that you also become faster and more efficient in having less redundancy in your technology, a better use. That doesn't mean that this is only a single authentication solution, but it's very few instead of many. And I think this is an important thing. And, you know, my, my, one of my favorite examples is always around the business partner identity management. Um, a business partner can be very close to an employee. If it's a contractor who stays in an organization for maybe even two or three years, then onboarding will be very close and access management will be very close to the employee. If it's a partner that is just coming in very occasionally, then it's a very different kind. It might be far closer to a customer than to an employee. And um, so if we try to invent everything again, new for every new use case, and then software robots come into play, how do we deal with software robots? Not that different than we deal with other identities. So why should we start again building a new identity management? I know a lot of organizations struggling with software robots, but also because there's a lack of reuse in what we are doing. And I think this is where we can really benefit from. And um, it's also, you know, about learnings. Um, what, why should you do the mistake in many, the same mistake again and again in many silos? Absolutely. And you mentioned reuse, and I think that is also an important aspect to look at. Everybody today is talking about the concept of zero trust and implementing zero trust relies on, on services, on capabilities, on functions that are provided somewhere in the organization, and many of those are in identity and access management. So having these um, processes, for example, a strong authentication, a strong, reliable concept of identities that are trustworthy and have proper attributes to use, and this is something that um, implementing a zero-trust approach can really benefit from and can be much quicker, as you said. So really this time to production can be much quicker when you have clearly defined um, services rather than silos across all identities that want to use zero trust, and I guess that should be all, and that they really get access to a proper infrastructure to use for implementing zero trust. So reuse is key, I think. Yeah, no doubt. When we, when we come to, to this concept of the identity fabric and uh, our audience wants to have a closer look now that they can see us, 
I'll have a closer look at this topic. What kind of research have you provided recently that could help them in learning more about the identity fabric and on their way of getting rid of silos? Yeah, so I think one important piece is the replay of the keynote I did for the first or the second KC Live event we did in 2020, um, where I talked about the concept of the identity fabric. And the um, second very important piece clearly is our relatively new leadership compass on identity fabrics. And to be clear on that leadership compass, it doesn't say this is the one tool you need for an identity fabric. It just looks at platforms which provide a relatively broad set of capabilities as a foundation for building your own custom identity fabric. And so these are some two of the collaterals which are very worth to look at. And I think you, Matthias, also could mention a couple of leadership briefs you've written about that. Absolutely. As more the, the, the groundwork, the foundation material that is available, there are two leadership briefs that um, are on the one hand explaining the identity fabric as a concept in general, which is a four-pager, which is um, very simple to, to read, very quick to read, but hopefully uh, offers some insight into the overall concept. And then another leadership brief that um, does the same and extends and elaborates on that when it comes to looking at identity as a service infrastructure, as a part, as an implementation of the identity fabric. So these would be two additional uh, documents maybe to start with in the beginning and then to to deal, drill deeper into the platforms that enable you to implement an identity fabric rather than going with a with a more or less monolithic solution mm -hmm. yeah but, but to be clear i think the identity fabric is the, the, the sort of what the technical the architectural paradigm the logical structure of, of how you how a world that is less siloed for identity management looks like. The other side is really looking at the IAM organization, looking at the overall IT organization and understanding that there's a need for a central IAM organization um, and not a need for many silos in that space. Absolutely. And I think that's a great final word for this first video episode of our podcast. Thank you very much, Martin, for being my guest today. And I'm looking forward to talking to you soon and then talking to you face to face. Okay, welcome. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye.